Chicago could have weather like Phoenix. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. The U.S. economy will be damaged by climate change as its effects lead to bigger and more destructive wildfires, droughts, and heat waves, according to a new report from the federal government. The U.S. Global Change Research Program released its fourth national climate assessment the day after Thanksgiving, and its conclusions are not surprising given the recent UN report warning that we need to keep average global temperatures below 1.5 degrees Celsius. But what is surprising? The 1,600-page report comes from the Trump administration, some of whom, including the president, continue not to recognize the dangers of global warming. The report gets into specifics. For example, in the American West, as it gets warmer, the change in the amount and timing of precipitation won't match the demand for water. According to Inside Climate News, Chicago's climate could become more like Phoenix, with temps reaching 100 degrees Fahrenheit on many summer days. In some areas, drying farmlands will lead to crop failures, and the geographic range of diseases like Lyme, West Nile, and Zika will expand. The report also says that flooding from heavy rainfall, storm surges, and rising high tides are expected to compound existing issues with aging infrastructure in the Northeast. Trump downplayed the assessment, saying it was largely based upon the most extreme scenario. However, Catherine Hayhoe, one of the report's authors, told The Guardian that the White House's position is demonstrably false. All scenarios were considered, not just the most extreme. Many of the people who are migrating north from Guatemala and other areas of Central America are fleeing violence and gangs, but there are additional reasons they leave their homes. Some migrants are also motivated by hunger caused by lean harvests and drought. That was the conclusion of the Department of Homeland Security back in September, and since then, The Guardian has reported that climate change was a driving factor of those problems. And according to Tomas Tapinski of the University of Cincinnati, there's another cause in the mix, deforestation. Deforestation can lead to food insecurity because it degrades natural habitats on which people depend for their food, livelihoods, and fuel. Stepinski, a professor of geography, has created a new world map showing dramatic land use changes over the last 25 years. Guatemala has seen widespread deforestation, with much of the forest being used for firewood. Stepinski's maps show that more than one-fifth of the earth was altered between 1992 and 2015, primarily from forest to agriculture. His new world map showed changes not only in forests, but also in wetlands, farmlands, and reservoirs. A group of fishing enterprises on the West Coast filed suit last week against 30 fossil fuel companies seeking compensation for losses due to climate change. Crabbers say they're suffering because some of their fishing waters have been closed due to algae blooms in the warming Pacific Ocean. They claim that both the quantity and safety of crabs are affected. The warming water causes algae blooms that lead to a buildup in shellfish of a potent human neurotoxin. California officials recently issued warnings not to eat internal parts of Dungeness crab from certain areas due to the toxin. Inside Climate News reports that the lawsuit brought by the crabbers is unusual because it pits one industry against another. Some municipalities have already sued oil and gas companies, but this is the first time businesses have done so. On the other coast, algae is still affecting wildlife in Florida. 
Manatees are large mammals that typically live in coastal or river waters in North America, Africa, and the Amazon. Those that are in Florida have suffered greatly from the red tide algae blooms that began about a year ago. The animals absorb a toxin from the algae through their skin, inhale it when they breathe, and ingest it by eating plants that have algae on them. Efforts by zoos, aquariums, and marine parks like SeaWorld to save the manatees are challenging due to their size. John Peterson, the rescue manager at SeaWorld, told The Guardian that in the summer they had to search their warehouses to find portable pools for dozens dozens of manatees that were arriving two or three a week. Peterson even paid the airfare to send some manatees to zoos in Ohio so there would be more space at his rehab facility. SeaWorld alone has taken in 66 manatees this year. And finally this week, we turn to earwax. Not the human kind that builds up in our ear canals, but what accumulates in a whale's ears. They too excrete wax, and as it turns out, it's a great tool for scientists because the animal's so-called earplugs stay with them for life. For that reason, a whale's earplug can reveal an animal's age, similar to tree rings, because as the creatures alternate between summer feeding and winter migrations, the wax in their ears changes from light to dark. And the wax can also also help scientists analyze what the whales were experiencing when each band was formed. According to a recent study from Baylor University, they've been under a lot of stress. Using earplugs taken from fin, humpback, and blue whales that lived in the Pacific and Atlantic Oceans from 1870 to 2016, researchers found that the whales' cortisol levels correlated to whether the creatures were being hunted. During the 1960s, when whaling was at its height, cortisol peaked to a maximum, and when whaling moratoriums were introduced in the mid-1970s, cortisol levels dropped dramatically. Whales were also stressed during World War II, despite a decline in whaling, and the authors surmise it was likely due to wartime activities, such as underwater detonation, naval battles, as well as plane and submarine noise. In recent decades, stress levels have been starting to climb again Due to climate change. According to National Geographic, scientists are still trying to understand how global warming causes stress, but increased temperatures could be altering the location abundance of food sources, and just being in hot water is probably not conducive to a whale's health. This Week in Water is sponsored by the American Water Works Association. Explore new trends in technology at ACE19, June 9th through 12th in Denver. Learn more at awwaace.org.